Welcome to Just A Chat With, a video podcast series where we talk branding and creativity with the world's best in class. In this podcast, we hope to inspire creativity and bravery in you. This podcast is proudly brought to you in partnership with the One Club for Creativity and powered by Made Brave, a global strategic brand agency. We help brands find their brave. Hey guys, and welcome to Just a Chat With. I'm your host, Andrew Dobie. In our previous episode, we sat down with Ash Jones, the founder of personal branding agency, Great Influence. Ash has helped to build some of the UK's biggest CEOs and founders into industry-leading influential figures. Um, We had a great time with Ash, and he talks all about Stephen Bartlett and his story and how he helped grow his personal brand amongst loads of other great stories. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. Before now, we've had people on the show like co-founder and director of Deadfellas, uh, Betty NFT. We've had multidisciplinary illustrator and designer, Wacko Chaco, and award-winning designer director, CEO Future, Chris Doe. In this episode, though, I sat down with Nduku Onuha, highly celebrated poet and recording spoken word artist who has performed all over the world with Nigeria's best-known performers. His unique style fuses conversational delivery with traditional and modern instrumentation to deliver poetry that is accessible, relatable, and punchy. As if that wasn't enough, though, he is also an award-winning creative director for one of Nigeria's leading advertising agencies and has created memorable ads for some of the nation's top brands. We sat down in his home now in the UK, um, where he talks about his entrance into the creative industry, how he got started as a copywriter, what makes a great copywriter, what makes a great creative director. And at the end, uh, he gave us one of the best um, explanations of brand that I have heard. So look forward to the show and enjoy. So hey everyone and welcome to this episode of Just a Chat With. I'm your host Andrew Dobby. Today I'm delighted we're here with Nduku Onuha, um, an advertising copywriter, creative director and spoken word poet. Over the course of his career, Nduku has created memorable, memorable communications in Nigeria and West Africa for brands like AB InBev's Hero Beer, Uber, British Council, Diageo's International Premium Spirits, amongst loads of others. His work focus is crafting messages that resonate with the cultural and lived experiences of his audience. Nduku uh, moved to Lagos and began his career in advertising as a copywriter at SO and U Sachi and Sachi in 2007. By 2015, he had moved to Seven Interactive as head of creative later becoming the agency's pioneer creative director in 2017. And he is now creative director for Oliver MEA. Nduku describes himself as a copywriter by day, but a poet by design, which I love. Uh, and you can listen to his second spoken word album, Inwa Chukwa, on all popular streaming platforms. In 2020, uh, sorry, 2020, was endorsed by the Arts Council England for his work in poetry and moved to the UK with his family in 2021. Now lives in Derby uh, with his wife and two children who run the house and continues um, <laughs> to work on getting African stories told on the world stage. Nduku, welcome so much. Uh, delighted to have you here. How are things? Fine, uh, Andrew. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a delight and um, I'm happy to be here. Great, great. So, so twenty twenty one has been a transformational year from you. You picked a, a terrible time to to move to the UK. <laughs> uh, how, how's that been for you? 
Oh man, it's been it's been quite interesting. It's uh, uh, we we came here, you know, like in the middle of of winter, as you know, as it were, and um, well, for for a long part, for you know, for a large part of twenty twenty one, we were just stuck inside, uh, you know. So which <laughs> which as you can imagine was <laughs> with two young kids. I can, with, I can, wow, I can, dear Lord, man. <laughs> how, yeah, how old well, are your kids? Oh, they're nine and eight. Nine and eight, yes. So and, that's an, uh, an interesting time to be locked down, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, it is because they're like two little uh, wound-up toys, you know, who are just <laughs> running around, crashing into things, crashing into each other. Uh, you know, but, it, but it's, it, it's, it was also quite amazing, you know, in the sense that it gave us time to bond, you know, because I, I don't think uh, a lot of people, you know, quite understand just you know, how important it is, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're working professionals and you're always just zipping out of the door. Um, but it did give us, you know, that opportunity. And, you know, if there's anything I'm grateful for, um, you know, through the mm-hmm. lockdowns and all that, it was just our uh, ability to play a lot more with kids to um, try and understand them a, a lot more. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I echo that. I've got a ten-year-old son, as Ooh. we discussed previously, and so it's just, yeah, it's been it's been so nice to get that extra that mm-hmm. extra time to bond, doesn't it? You know, because you would you would end up looking back and having missed all of that. So, um, sure. so it's the one nice thing that's come through this. Um, so, yeah, you, 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 I mean, you're quite interested in you. You're a creative director, but you've got this mm-hmm. kind of poetry side. Do you want to talk us through how you how you got into the creative industry? Where did your creative journey start? Have you have you always felt creative? I'd love to I'd love to hear. Your, your, your story uh, I think I'll probably just start with the last one I've always felt creative I think a lot more uh, times than I'd, I'd like to I, I'd care to admit I always just have this imposter syndrome thing like oh my god you know have, has everything been a fluke you know but uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people see otherwise um, but I, I found that my my, my poetry has uh, influenced my work in you know in advertising and vice versa you know, mm-hmm. so it, it's always been a mixed thing. Um, how did I start um, first, you know, as, 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 as a, or writing poems, you know? Um, I, I grew up in a house where there were a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I was always just reading different things. But I think two poems sort of like, you know, stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, um, uh, the first one was, or I remember the lines clearly, to see the world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wild flower, you know that was William Blake, you know. But that or the auguries of innocence just sort of like did. Uh, I think it just sort of like opened, you know, my 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 mind to just the power of words, you know. Mm-hmm. And then later, um, I, I was to read. Um, I think it's Elizabeth. I try to remember the name. You know, when she said, um, "Some people taste many deaths, but once." Uh, I'm trying to remember the lines now, you know, but yeah. um, but it, it was just these two uh, poems got me, you know, onto writing, and I started trying my hands out, you know, I try, you know, I trying to, you know, write poems as well, and then fast forward to 2007, I just finished assisting in Nigeria called the National Youth Service, where yeah. after university you enroll to to serve in you know, in a paramilitary uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're posted to a different part of the country where you really do not know, you know, just so that you can, you know, it, it helps foster national integration. And yeah. uh, I, I remember meeting a friend during National Youth Service and, you know, he was just talking about how he used to freelance at agencies during the holidays. I'm like, 
what on earth is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, but then he tells me about advertising. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Uh, I think I, I want to try this because up until that time, I had no idea what I wanted to do with myself. You know, and this was 2017. Yeah, no, no, 2007. Oh, sorry, 2007. Yeah. So or you are 2006, yeah. 2006, rather. So, and how old? How old were you then? Oh dear Lord, um, <laughs> some, somewhere in my twenties, I believe. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in my twenties, anyway. Okay. Yeah. So 2007, I then go to Lagos, and of course, uh, of the discussion I've had with this guy. Uh, it seemed that copywriting was like the best thing, you know, to do. You know, so mm. I go around to agencies. I start cold calling, and they're like, "Oh, hi, you know, I'm, I'm a young copywriter." This is, and of course, everyone's like, "Okay, so what have you done?" Uh, yes, well, about well. that. <laughs> oh, look, I've written a few poems, <laughs> you know, which is quite interesting because then poetry got me my first job in advertising. That's amazing, though, isn't yeah. it? Because you know, because that, that's always the hard part. And there's, a, I know there's a lot of young creatives that listen to this, and a yeah. lot of them will be really inspired by that. You know, mm -hmm. because it, it's you know, it's so hard often to get into the creative industries. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I want to hear more of this. How did the, the <laughs> what, what, how did you use that poetry then? And 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 what was oh, the next yeah. step? Well, again, like I said, I I was relentless with my cold call. And I just kept calling, and mm -hmm. I think creative director then just said, you know what, if it's going to get you off my back, coming. <laughs> <laughs> write a test <laughs> you know so i go to the agency i sit down and then they say write anything and i forgot you so i wrote you know a poem and mm -hmm. uh, there were a few you know just other standard um just maybe just check you know use of grammar and all that you know but i think mm -hmm. you know so she reads the poem and we're like oh this is nice you know we'll start you off as a copy trainee you know, and of course, the rest they say is history. You know, but it's, it's also quite interesting because years down the line, I get to work with this amazing um, man called uh, Steve Babayoko, who owns, uh, you know, arguably one of Nigeria's most uh, amazing agency groups. Mm -hmm. And he's listened, to, you know, he had listened to a few of my poems. And then he goes like, you know what? I want to um, produce, you know, one of your albums, you know, you know, so he oh. ends up becoming the executive producer of Machuku, you know, ah. which... <laughs> you know, so so, I, was, I was watching this last night on YouTube, and it's amazing. You well, know, thank it's, you. Uh, yeah, no, it's truly amazing. So, um, yeah, for anyone listening, if you mm. go off onto YouTube, um, what we're probably searching for, Nduku? Ndukwe Onoha. What's the title of the... Oh, the the, oh there's, there's Genesis, and there's Say My mm. Name. Yeah. Uh, and so this, this guy, trucks, then he yeah. produced he produced this then for you. Worked well, with yeah, you so, so he was he acted as the executive producer for the entire mm -hmm. album, which is called Machuku. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and it was just quite amazing. And again, like like I said, so my journey has been um, one thing leading. Like we have a saying in Nigeria, you know, if one hand washes the other, you know, both, you know, <laughs> you know, can, you know, everyone is happy, you know. So poetry and advertising have been sort of like two hands each mm. washing you know the other you know in mm. the course of my journey uh you know mm. so based off of my work especially with Machuku, i got endorsed by you know the art council uh england mm. and that's how come i'm here oh, wow right so it's, yeah so it's all so it's poetry's kicked off everything in your journey then yeah um 
and well so you know i, I always like the this with creatives you know like um in, in our agency if, if we put a job up for a copywriter for example or a designer mm. you literally as you know you'll know very well you get thousands and thousands of cvs and i think what's really mm. special about what you've just mentioned there is i always think it's good to have a real base in something but mm. have a side secret superpower that kind of tops it up so if you're a if you're a copywriter poetry that's that superpower yeah. that makes you the choice over someone else isn't it or you know if you've got a thousand designers in front of you could you yeah. be a designer that's also got a real interest in typography or in yeah. illustration or in motion graphics and it suddenly it separates you from 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 that mass of people doesn't it and mm -hmm. yeah i think i think it's um really inspiring to hear um and i always like to hear how people got into to the industry so, so 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 where are you now then in terms of um your role because i believe you're you're still working for the agency in nigeria but you're working remotely in the uk uh, yeah so i work for um again another amazing amazing agency called oliver oliver mm -hmm. agency and uh, but i work for the middle east and africa um arm mm -hmm. um, now drill further down i work as a creative director for unit nigeria you know which handles uh, the international premium spirit portfolio um, for Diageo, uh, you know, so that's, you know, uh, as it is, you know, I came here, uh, when I go into the UK, you know, I just kept trying to get rules this, you know, uh, on this side as well, you know, but there's always, which also it, it, uh, quite amazes me how, you know, a lot of people go, oh, you don't have a UK experience, but I always just believe that creativity is, is creativity, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and <laughs> that's a really strange thing to say, isn't it? You don't have yeah. UK experience. Well, oh yeah, you know, yeah I'm, I'm on the same planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, so I, I just said to myself, oh, you know what? Maybe poetry will help me get a gig this way. You know, you never can tell. Mm. <laughs> you know, but it, it's been quite, uh, it's been quite an interesting ride. Um, uh, the good thing with working from home now, it's uh, or, or the times we are rather is that you're able to work in different time zones, work you know, with different um, people across the uh, globe, and you're yeah. still able to make an impact no matter where you are. Mm. And, and how, how different do you think the, you know, having now experienced both the creative scene is in Nigeria, where you come from, and in the UK, and what you've experienced so far? Do you think there's similarities in terms of approaches, or, you know, or, you know is one area lagging behind another, mm. or, you know, what, 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 what have you seen? I think the the main difference between uh, the UK ad um, landscape and the Nigerian ad landscape is mostly a thing of the how, not mm -hmm. the what. You know, because at the mm -hmm. end of it, you know, at the end we're all telling brand stories, we're all telling human stories, mm -hmm. we're all trying, you know, to just create something that you know that will help push. Uh, the business forward, you know, whatever business that is, but we then go about it you know, differently. Again, yeah. I would, uh, I'm Nigerian, so I'll always just fall back to Nigerian scenes. We have a saying that no one road leads to the market, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I, I find that um, in, in the UK, you know, the, the, the road of choice, you know, going on with that analogy, you know, is maybe more tech, more digital, more, mm -hmm. um, you know, just going you know, future focused um but in, in nigeria the road of choice you know again just working with what's available because mm. uh you've got to be realistic haven't you uh it's yep. you know so more human interactions more and um direct approaches sometimes but the thing is you know there, there's there's um there's merit in both yeah you know you you you, you can't um, look at going 
so um you can't be so tech focused that you forget just the little things uh you know as human connections um, but you also yeah. can't be so um human connection focused that you forget that the world is evolving so i think again going back to you know the the hands you know washing each other they can do well we can do well to learn from both sides and um being here now as uh, mm. one who's uh, who has a you know a background coming from nigeria uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know, with our love for just you know storytelling, rich storytelling, you know, and just going you know into the minute details of little <laughs> things and how um, even a wink can mean you know ten different things, you know, uh, and then having to yeah, you know, it's because there are nuances, yeah, yeah, and, and I've seen instances of people um, or maybe one or two agencies here who try to uh, do work for the African market mm-hmm. and they come with a mindset of um, so this is where the world is and this is how we should do it. But then you, you, you forget that you're talking to a place that's full of nuances yes. where the difference between acceptance and, and this is a real example can be whether someone takes um, picks up something with the right hand or the left hand. You yeah. know, so there are those little things that, um, can make a whole world of, of of difference, you know. So, yeah, you know, like I said, they they can work together and they should work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I think it's so important, and I think the last few years have taught us all that these nuances exist, and it's you know it's it's really important to try and understand. And if you don't have the breadth of knowledge or the education or the same sort of lived experience you you need yeah. to get that support when you're doing work um for different communities i mean i had a great conversation this week um with the there's an organization in london called the diversity standards collective yeah. mm-hmm. and they're great so if you're if you're doing a piece of work you know that there's going going out in nigeria for example but you're mm-hmm. creating it from the uk they help you tap into communities. They help you tap into people that can feedback and give you um, give you experience and give you mm. feedback on that work um, to make sure that um, you know it's, 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 it's done in the best way. And so you understand mm-hmm. what a wink means or what I understand, yeah. you know. And I think you know it's 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 really great to hear um, yeah. as well. And um, I'm interested to know in terms of. Um, you know, I always like believe in um, the best creativity. Best creativity, sorry, comes from the diversity of minds, people, experiences, and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, do you think it now makes you a better creative, having you know, having lived in a few places and having experiences from different places? And do you, what do you think that adds to a creative sort of repertoire or toolkit, if that makes sense? Yeah, um, um, I, I won't say I won't use the phrase a better creative, because again, mm-hmm. one who's judging, two by whose standards, you know. But <laughs> I, I think what 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 it does make one is perhaps a more empathetic creative, because then mm. you're able you're, you're able to understand exactly where someone is coming coming from, not just in mm. terms of um, putting out work, but in terms of how it's received. Yeah, you know. So it's, um, I'll give you an example. When a lot of African countries were put on the red list over the um, you know, Christmas holidays, mm-hmm. it then meant, uh, meant a lot of people, because again, take Nigeria, for instance, we're very migratory. So during Christmas, we're all heading you know, back home. But it meant that you know, this particular mm-hmm. Christmas, a lot of people couldn't go. Now, yeah. there was a missed opportunity, I'll say, for brands 
who mm-hmm. could have looked for you know a way to say to this demographic, we know that a lot of you would have been back home, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. don't we um, help you create that sense of community here? Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's little things you mm-hmm. know, like that because then you understand you you you're able to understand where people are coming from. You know, and then yeah. you, you, as a brand, you you know how um, to talk to them because at the end of the day, we're all about hearts and minds, aren't we? Yeah, you know, exactly. so if if you capture you know the hearts, you know, and, and it's little insights you know, like that 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 do help. Um, so I think, and it's it's the reason why we you know a lot of people travel the world, isn't it? Because once you go yeah. out, you see different you see cultures, everything. you see everything, you know. So you're not yeah. pigeonholed, you know, um, by your own. You no know, little experience. yeah the way the way yeah the way you've been brought up yeah exactly yeah so i, I yeah. wouldn't say a better creative i'll just say one who's able to uh understand a lot more mm. Mm. yeah i i it's a, i always feel like um as soon as people become parents as well it gives you another perspective <laughs> as a creative as well doesn't it yeah um again it's just i think it's just the more experiences you can cram in your head the more you can understand different people and different points of view you're, mm-hmm. you're you're then able to communicate um yeah. to different audiences and understand more nuance i think that's yeah. that, that's that's probably what we're saying isn't it, it is. um yeah so um in terms of right you know you, you're a creative director and you're obviously a kind of more copy-led creative mm-hmm. director um what, what what would you sort of say the 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 the, the best traits a, cop, a creative director or the sort of skills a creative director needs in today's world in today's sort of brand ecosystem and what what makes a great one oh um again this is where that imposter syndrome comes in because i ask myself who on earth am I to tell people how to be great and all that? <laughs> but, yes, you but, can. Yeah. That's why you're here. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say the first thing you need to do is to shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's such an underrated skill. Uh, but what you need to do is get out of your own head, get out of your yeah. own, um, again, your own past successes, and then mm-hmm. just listen to people. Because then, you know, that's how you're able to connect with them on a level that makes them believe that this person knows us. Um, you know, it's, um, I, 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 I look at, at a corporate as something of a voyeur of, of um, experiences. You know, you're just mm-hmm. going around, you're watching, you're filing that in. Because it, it, I'll say that the, the best copy isn't necessary, or the best ideas aren't necessarily born of, um, of how you manage to use words, but it's mm-hmm. how you manage to use words in context. Yeah. So again, I'll give an example of one, arguably uh, my favorite, my favorite ad. I'll give two examples. My favorite okay. ad coming out of Nigeria, and mm-hmm. the one ad that even before I spoke to my friend, I would say picked my interest and set me on a course inevitably to copywriting. Uh, so the one in Nigeria was uh, for Heineken, and mm-hmm. all he just did was say chairman. chairman. But behind that word was a mm-hmm. layer you know, of nuances, a layer of cultural um, insights. Because in Nigeria, if you, you have respect, great respect for someone, if you put someone on a high pedestal, you, you always say, oh, that's my chairman. Mm. 
you know, so when Heineken put that, you know, or just had a bottle of Heineken on the billboard and then just had the word chairman, Jim. it was, you know, <laughs> and for the next few years, you, you would see, you know, we saw brands trying to give appellations to their own products. You know, this is the king. This is, but it was, it wasn't, it didn't hit quite hit mm. the spot as that, as that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the one you you know in the UK was for Skoda, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, so I, I I'm watching TV. So one of the times I had visited, I'm sat there watching TV, and this ad comes up, and it was you know the, the one where the security guy is apologizing that someone has put a vandal had put a Skoda sign on someone's mm-hmm. car, you know, <laughs> so and I couldn't understand it. So I asked the person like, why would someone be upset that there's a Skoda st- you know sign on his car? And the guy like, no, no, no. Back in the day, Skoda's were in. Oh, yeah, you know, it, was, it was the worst. <laughs> you would like, you would not want anyone to know you had a Skoda. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, know, you know, but so I, just the ability to turn that on its head, you know, but yeah. it, it, it was that thing of if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it did connect, you know, on. So once I then knew that, they had made a lot more sense. You know, so for me, it's that. Um, the idea to laugh at yourself or yes laugh at yourself but even deeper than that as as an ad man as a copywriter get to know the context Mm -hmm. then you know the craft is a layer you know on top of that but you know craft without context is just a lot of beautiful words that don't make any sense in my opinion really nice way to put it really nice way no i really like that um, so I understand you're working on a short film just now. Did I read that uh, somewhere? Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, so written a, a short film, and I have you know an amazing crew uh, that we're working with to try and bring it to life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, please, when when we put out, you know, the when we start either you know the funding campaign on whatever platform, uh, mm-hmm. you know, please be sure to to help us out there. You know, but basically, it's a short film that is um, based on. Uh, Nigerian mythology, you know, mm-hmm. specifically specifically Igbo mythology. Uh, so you're going to see you know, appearances of you know gods and goddesses, but again, nothing um, to elaborate to make it you know hard to understand. Because uh, mm-hmm. what we want to do is to try and tell these stories about Igbo worldview. For now, um, Igbo philosophies, Igbo. Um, also religious philosophies, but sure. in a manner that is very accessible. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the characters are basically, you know, the person who's down the street from you, you know, but then mm-hmm. you see that weaved into the narrative is uh, these, you know, religious thoughts and philosophy. So you, it, it, what it does then is to help people to better understand how we, we see the world and why we do or act in certain ways. You yeah. know, you know, then you, you get to understand that way. Hang on, you know, some because some some of these um, figures and all that they sort of like mirror other cultures as well. So yeah, it helps true. also break down, you know, mm. the, the walls of division because then you can see, oh, this is how you guys think about this. Well, this is how we think about it as well. We we'll just call them different names. We're just saying different things, man. Yeah, we're calling yeah. a spade a spade. Someone's calling it something else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. that's what that's what we're doing with this. And how did that come about? Is it is it self funded? Is it are you working with agency friends or you know how how's that? Oh, well, right now is uh, is self funded, which is why we also want to start a funding campaign to see you know hopefully mm-hmm. people that want to see more African stories being told you know can yeah. contribute to um, you know bring it to life you know mm-hmm. so that uh, th- that's where we are right now. 
Okay, and if if anyone was interested in helping supporting, where where could they find you? Where's the best place to help support? Oh, um, like I said, uh, right, um, we're looking at the best platform to start um, a campaign. Mm -hmm. So it's either going to be um, Kickstarter or Indiegogo, but I'll be sure to put stuff out there on uh, on socials, you know, on my platform so that, you know, people can then um, head over to to whatever platform we, we, we decide to go with to, um, you know, just throw in what they can. Yeah, great. And I'm sure you'll have that all updated on your website as well. So if anyone's Definitely. listening like this, you know, keep checking out on the website as well. Um, so, you know, we, we've got quite a lot of young creatives and, I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of them were inspired by your story earlier mm -hmm. on of how you got into the industry. What, what do you think would be so help, helpful for people um, listening just now that you wish you'd known back then when you were trying? You know, is there anything you could have done better? Is there anything you think would help them get a head start to, to get their first steps into the creative industry? Oh, yeah, that, that, that's an interesting question and, and, and a really good one. It's, it always helps to go back to your younger self and, you know, <laughs> say, oh, here's a hand. Don't give yourself a <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I think the first thing to do is um, to just, one, believe in yourself. It's It sounds, so, you know, like such a mundane thing to say, but um, there are times, you know, in the past, I've found myself trying to uh, compromise because I'm thinking, well, I need to keep the lights on. I need to get things going. You know, so let's just try this while, you know, maybe this isn't the way. But I'll say if you believe that this, um, this is one, this is the industry you want to be in, um, then just keep going at it. Um, but the second, the second thing I'll say is keep knocking on those doors, you know, um, Good, all well and good if, if if the first door you knocks on, you know, is open for you. But, you know, this is real life and most times yeah. it's never going to be the first or the tenth, you know, or, you know, but just keep at it. Keep wear people down. I mean, what's the worst <laughs> that can happen? They'll say no. Yeah, I like, you that. Know? I like that. And then yeah. give them a year, go back. You know, they'll say that after a while, you know, someone's going to say, you know what, oh, for goodness sake, you know, we're just going to get something, <laughs> you know. And then, but, but, but the third thing is look for the other ways to the market. Um, because ultimately, what you're trying to do is create experiences. So it might not always be mm. as a copywriter, it might be, as a spoken word poet, it might be as a filmmaker, it might be as, uh, you know, as a critic, I don't know, you know, but there's always going to be an opening somewhere, you know, so never stop looking, never stop, stop um, believing and always, always, always disturb people. I know, I know, I know, it, <laughs> I know it might not be the best thing to say in this climbs, but look, man, the worst it can say is no. Or yeah, no, I think you've you've given so many good tips there that you know that that, that you've got to keep going back because you get no's and it's sometimes it's not because it's a no that, that that you're not right. It's just sometimes it's a no, not now, isn't it? Sometimes yep. there's something else in that situation that that means it's a no. But if you come back a month later or a year later, it's a it's a yes. So yeah, you know you you clearly get it. And it's clearly how you've you've made your way into to this industry and are making a great success for yourself. Yeah. In terms of your own success, you know you've worked on loads of great projects and we listed off loads of great brands. Mm -hmm. 
And we actually work on Johnny Walker too, so we, we can we can be Johnny Yay! Walker um, friends. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm interested. Is there has there been a high point in terms of um, any of the work that you've worked on? You know, you you keep talking about imposter syndrome, and I think it's about time you don't have it because you've clearly <laughs> deserved the position that you're in. Um, yeah. So I, I'm interested. Is there, is there a moment that you've gone, shit? I've arrived. I'm working on, or I'm doing this, or a project that's just made your heart sing. Oh man! So the the, the I think the one project. Uh, up until now, that I'm super proud of, um, has been what we did for AB InBev's um, Hero Beer in my mm-hmm. previous agency, uh, where we just went all out, um, diving into uh, Nigerian histories, Nigerian culture, um, tried to, you know, we brought, uh, we, we made our history cool again. Mm. You know, so we dove into uh, so there's, there's, there's this script called Incivity, which is an ideoglyph. Oh, yeah, God, English fails me. But anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <but> it's... <laughs> so if, if you think of um, the nearest thing to it would be like the Egyptian hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. But these uh, ones were based on ideas rather mm-hmm. than just, um, they weren't just pictograms. You know, so mm-hmm. what that means is, it, it doesn't matter whether I'm Nigerian and, you know, and you're Scottish and someone else is Chinese, as long as we understand the ideas behind each, um, each character, we would mm-hmm. be able to um, communicate mm-hmm. you know, in writing, even if mm-hmm. we don't do so you know, in speaking. Yeah. And, and this yeah. was you know, in, in, in the southeastern part of you know, Nigeria, uh, which coincidentally is a place where Hero Beer has its biggest market. Uh, so what we did was, you know, look at our past, look at our present, and we then drew a continuous line that looked, you know, the past has never really uh, gone away. It's just there within to be rediscovered, you know, but it also influences the future and the present. And I think it was also timing because that was about the time Black Panther came out. And mm. if you notice some of the writings, you know, in the throne room and, you know, the, the, the mm. Wakanda writings were inspired. Some of them were inspired by NCBD. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, so again, th- these are some of the contributions that mm-hmm. we've made on, on, on the world stage that no one really talks about. So what we then did yeah. was to take that part of our history and, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate it, you know, have this beer celebrated. And it Grew up, you know, it became such a huge phenomenon. You know, people were writing their names in CBD. Uh, people were, okay. you know, make you know having tattoos. I have a couple of tattoos in CBD as well. You know, but you know, it became such a movement. You know, yeah. people start asking, "Oh, what what is my name? How can I write my name? How can I show my family tree in, in, in this?" And you know, so I'm proud of the fact that we were able to start a movement of people just looking back and saying i'm proud of who i am and i'm proud mm-hmm. of who we are you know as a, as a people and i mean the icing on the cake was then we had competition also change some part of their communication plan so basically we changed communication in the nigerian beer markets you know and wow. uh, i always say to anyone you know who i worked with on that campaign the copywriters the art directors the digital folk you know, I don't care what, what anyone says to you. You guys created something, you know, that would stay, you know, that's put your names in the books of, you know, Nigerian campaigns, you know. So be proud of that and always mm. hold your, your heads high. 
No, fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely one to be proud of. It's not. I don't think it's actually a beer that we get here in mm-hmm. in the UK. I've not yeah. seen. It. Have you seen it in the UK? No, no, no. It's so again, um, it's just uh, based in Nigeria. Just but what market. you would have? Oh no, no. So I have seen, which is interesting. I have seen it in in in, in the UK, but that would be in, you know Nigerian restaurants, you know, or Nigerian shops where people just okay, do I want a taste of home, you know? So mm. they will bring yeah, you know, so. <laughs> mm. Well, you know, you you clearly got good vision, and um, you know, you're able to kind of craft or find a, an insight and turn it into something a fantastic idea like mm-hmm. that. You know, obviously, as a creative director, your job is to to lead a team or to lead a you know lead projects and inspire. Mm-hmm. What do you think the sort of best attributes are for a leader in your type of position? You know, how do you, how do you get the best out of creative people? When you when when you know when that brand comes to you, we need to do something. We don't know what we're going to do. You know, mm. where do you start, and how do you get the best of a, of, of people? I think your job as as a leader, especially in the creative space, is to remember that your job is not to how do I put this? Your job is not necessarily to come up with ideas. Your job is to inspire people. Mm. You know, so if you're so focused on the work at the expense of the people, yes, you might get the you know the jobs come out, but you start ebbing away at people's um, just creative expressions. Yeah. So what I've always done as uh, as a creative director is to first of all make sure that the guys you know I work with who work with me look forward to coming to work the next day. Yep. Because when the when 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 they can look forward to coming to work the next day, then you, you that's half of your problem, because then people are willing to throw in all they have, you know, to just make sure that this project comes to life. Because already they enjoy working, you know, at that yep. location, you know. So for yep. me, it's look at the people, and good work will follow. Look after your mm. people, good work will follow. Mm. That's great. That's great. And I was reading an article about you or an interview somewhere. And uh, I think you'd sort of mentioned that, you know, you don't believe in um, clients with sort of internal creative teams as such, you know, and it's the, you know, the the partnership between agency and clients and and working Mm -hmm. together. And, you know, I'm very much in agreement of that kind of partnership. But, but I, wa- I watched, I was watching a film or a, a YouTube talk last night from, I think it was the creative director of Oatly. Mm. And obviously Oatly in the UK, you'll be very aware that they're, they're, they're everywhere just now. And yep. as a brand globally, they've done amazingly. And I hadn't, I hadn't been quite aware that they mm. had, they had recruited creatives into their company. Mm-hmm. So rather than working with agencies, his whole chat was that you know let's build creatives into the middle of the the company itself, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than someone in the marketing director in the company going, okay, we need we you know we've got a business opportunity or challenge, we now need to create a brief. We then brief an agency. Someone in the agency then briefs a team mm-hmm. in the agency and so <laughs> forth. They basically say, well, see, when we're having those business discussions, we've just got creatives in the room. So the Mm -hmm. creatives don't actually need to create a brief. They just hear the problems and they just straight away start executing. And I was like, well, that's a, (laughs) (laughs) there there was something quite interesting. I'm interested to know where your head's at, you know, and also understanding that if you hadn't heard that, because, you know, Mm -hmm. I hadn't been aware of that. Yeah, I I think my my, my view is uh, sort of like, again, seems to like evolve over time, the more 
you go on this journey and then the more you look at different models. Um, right now, it's sort of like the model with Oliver to have in-house teams for uh, for their clients. You yeah, know, so uh -huh. so they're, mm -hmm. they're embedded in, in, in the client's office. But I'll, I'll even take you back to uh, what I did, mm -hmm. you know, in the agency in Nigeria, where um, going to the agency, obviously you have the creative department, uh, you have uh, the, the client service or brand management department, you have all other departments, you know, and everyone, every morning it's almost like, right, guys, swords on this side, shields on that side, let's go at it, you know. The age-old agency rivalry was, you know, always there. And, you know, so it became sort of like, you know, a fun thing to do. Oh, we're going to shoot them today. But while it was fun in in in, in, in just upholding, it was fine rather in upholding an age-old structure or, you know, tradition in agencies, what mm -hmm. it didn't do was to help us to evolve as a team. So uh, the argument I put forward you know, to you know, to the agency, um, wider agency leadership, and which you know, thankfully was bought, was to say, let's collapse everyone. <laughs> so rather than build departments, we build teams. Uh, right. You know, so you have you know, brand manager, digital strategy, creative, everyone. You know, on one team, all listening in on the clients' briefing, all mm -hmm. then sitting back and brainstorming. You know, mm -hmm. so that by the time you leave a meeting. All every other person is doing is just plugging in their parts. Everyone knows yeah. where we are on the table, you know. Mm -hmm. So no one is saying, "All right, I'm waiting for strategy or you know to come up with you know this strategy." <laughs> then I can do this and then pass on. No, everyone is coming up together. Everyone is coming up together, you know. So what mm -hmm. it then did was collapse the time, you know, in which we work. And I think there's uh, there's a need. A, a greater need for that, you know, for more interaction. And I've always argued that even um, for the creative, for the um, client side, I would want to see more creative people mm -hmm. as brand managers. Yeah. Not um, for the fact that I think creative people are more intelligent. No. Well, well, just we we the... definitely are. We definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope you bring on a brand manager next, you know. I know, exactly. You know, but, um, but for the fact that, you know, there's also that um, duality of view, you know, so yeah. you, you, I see what you're trying to do as a business, but I also understand the target audience and how, you know, I can then translate this business, business need, you know, mm -hmm. to you know, uh, a communication platform and then have vice versa, have people in the client, you know, on the client side, get embedded in the agency so that they also understand, well, okay, right. Maybe this feedback is coming in fast and furious. Um, maybe I need to simplify my knowledge and my questions or my ask, you know, so I, I, I believe that, you know, cross-functional mm -hmm. roles will help us um, do a lot more in achieving our goals, you know, business goals, creative goals, you know, and you know, hopefully at the end of the day, everyone is um, is happy. Again, of course, that's that's not always going to happen. Yeah. That everyone is happy at at, uh, at all times, but I think it helps um, further the creative agenda. You know, from both sides, better. Yeah, it's, it's back to what we said earlier. It's that diversity of thought of different yeah. specialisms and different viewpoints make a better creative idea, don't they? Definitely. Ultimately. Yeah. And I, I'm just 
lastly, I'm, I'm conscious of time. I'm mm. sure you've got a busy day ahead of you, or you've got yeah. two little uh, <laughs> two um, little munchkins in the house that are, that are needing your attention <laughs> shortly soon, or yeah. back from school at some point soon. Anyway, um, branding in today's world, you know, everyone, I'm sure, and you know, we always say this as kind of a different thought of what a brand is in today's mm. world and you know you're dealing with brands all the time day in day out and i'm just interested because you've got so many great sayings on this podcast <laughs> i'm going to be pulling them all out and trying to remember them all i'm just interested do, do you have a kind of definition that if you were to describe what what a brand is um to your grand right someone's grand how, how would you describe that in its simplest element i mean i'll say it's not an easy one, so I'll give you some. I'll give you some thinking time. Yeah. And, you know, well, I'll, I'll help you. I'll give you a couple of prompters. On you know, yeah. like Richard Branson, for example, he mm. talks about brand as your reputation. Um, yeah. Martin Newmeyer, that came on the the show before, mm. who li literally wrote the book on branding, he says it's not what we say it is. You know, the, mm. it's what they say it is about yep. us. Um, you know, um, Debbie Millman, if I can remember correctly, she said brands. Um, Oh, I can't. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> um, build consensus around meaning. Um, you know, so I'm just interested if you had a, your own viewpoint of what what brands are becoming, what they're evolving, or what you know. When ultimately, you know, we're doing all this creative work. You know, yeah. What, what... I, I think I'll say a brand is what we agree it is, and uh, mm. when I say we, is is not the brand who's mm -hmm. telling you this is what I am because again I can come out and say oh I'm great I'm great I'm great and then you think oh now you're shit sorry I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the show you can but... you can say shit if you like <laughs> shit 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 yeah <laughs> there we are you know, but basically the brand is what we agree it is you know so if my messaging is coming from this side and then you receive and say yes you know actually you know these guys um make me you know have more you know understanding of this or help me do this better then that is what it is mm -hmm. otherwise then we're just talking over each other you know and then the brand on its own is spending lots of money to say oh look at me and this and then the other guy is like nah man screw these guys i'm going with the next one mm. I love it. You've nailed it. You you can stop. That's your career. <laughs> your, your highlight there. Brand is what we agree it is. That is a mm. beautiful quote. And it feels like a perfect spot for us to finish up today. Um, I just want to thank you so much for your time. Well, I just okay. want to make you laugh more because you've got the most uh, <laughs> infectious laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I'm you very gonna, much. <laughs> just going to record that and put it on loop when I'm feeling down. I'm going to listen to your laugh <laughs> and cheer myself up. Um, no, yeah, you've been I, an absolute. I, oh, sorry. I should bottle my my laughter and sell it as an F NFT. I think that's exactly what you're going to do. That's so, so I understand what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to our last episode. We had Betty on our we'll last do. episode. But stranger things have, ha have happened. I reckon you you probably could <laughs> NFT your laugh and probably do pretty well out of it. So yeah. Um, no, you've been. Uh, an absolute delight thank you so much for sharing your story it's been really thank inspiring to hear and i'm sure our listeners will really love it um and thank you everyone for listening hey everyone andrew here and thanks so much for listening as we said at the start we hope to inspire creativity and bravery in you so if this podcast has helped you in any way or if it's inspired you to do something brave we want to hear about it Drop us an email at hello at justachatwith.com and who knows, maybe we'll feature you on a future episode. 
If you want to support the podcast, please rate, subscribe and write us a review and help us get the word out. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.